Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to Monday. It is October 16th. Uh, if you need to file extensions, uh, this is the deadline for your IRS personal income tax return. If it's on extension, just a, just a heads up there. Hey, we had a great weekend, great weather. Friday, markets were a little mixed. We'll talk about that in a minute when Dave joins us here uh, up next. Hey, hope you had a great uh, weekend and looking forward to our conversation today with Dave. contrast to the American and National, they're playing baseball. It's 841 now, 19 here before 9. Time to check in on your money. Let's find out what's going on on Wall Street this morning and what the birds on Wall Street did to your money over the weekend. Downtown Sebring we go to Statler Financial Services' very own Philip Statler, who's on the line this morning. Philip, how are you today? Hey, good morning, David. Doing well. Had a great weekend. Enjoying this nice fall weather for sure. Uh, yeah, it should have been a dang good weekend the way the Knowles Cream Syracuse. <laughs> good Lord in heaven, 41-3. to 3. Are they going to play a college team anytime soon? Hey, hey, we got Duke next weekend. That'll be uh, that could be you know that could be a tough game. <laughs> we we happen to be a Gator shop here because we carry them, but I'm always cheering when any Florida team does well, and the Knowles are truly impressive this year. Uh, let's see. Go back to Friday. This is kind of a kiss in your sister day. You and Doug didn't talk the market up real good. The Dow got about 39 points to the good, but everything else fell. Standard & Poor's was down by 22, and NASDAQ was down 167 points, down a percent and a quarter. I didn't look for what it was that drove it down, but what happened to NASDAQ anyway? Mm, I don't know. I don't have mine down quite as bad as you do. I have mine down uh, $76. So, uh, okay. yeah, down down about a half a percent. It was kind of in line with the S&P 500. It was, it was down a little bit more, down 0.56%, but still in the ballpark of the S&P 500. Okay, I, I had a, I had a maybe market watch shut down early or something. I had something uh, considerably worse than that for my Friday close, but I wasn't happy to see it. Brings us through the weekend. Pretty much everything continued to stay on hold in the Middle East. That's good news. But Jamie Dimon, the CEO of J.P. Morgan, hit the rubber chicken circuit, and uh, the quote that I have that really sticks in my mind is, "quote the the most influential banker in the country." They say. This may be the most dangerous time the world has seen in decades. Jamie's saying not only the wordle events, but uh, he's seeing consumers spending down their buffer savings and whatnot. So why businesses are doing okay, Diamond says the consumer's not going to be able to support these earnings reports for very much longer. And he's nervous between now and the end of the year. I think that kind of sounds a little like something you and I have been saying for months now, doesn't it? Exactly. I, you know, I don't know. The rhetoric just keeps going, but it seems really familiar to me that uh, you and I have talked about these exact things. Um, you know, it seems like for a year now that uh, at what point can the consumer continue to spend? Uh, I mean, now you've got a lot of headwinds, right? You've got credit card debt at all-time highs. You've got credit card interest rates at probably all-time highs. And then you've got student loan repayment kicking back in. So, Dave, there's a lot of headwind going into this fourth quarter. 
And Diamond uh, is just not very not very optimistic. It's quote-unquote, U.S. consumers and businesses generally remain healthy, although consumers are spending down their excess cash buffers. He said before commenting on how rising geopolitical tensions in the Middle East could cloud the economic picture. He said, look, my caution is we're facing so many uncertainties out there. you just got to be cautious between now and the end of the year because even somebody with his research budget doesn't know what's going to happen next, which... Like I said, sounds like the uh, Philip and Dave show for the last six months. So where you been, Jamie? <laughs> Other tidbits that took place over the weekend. This one's a kick in the butt. There are three great big drugstore chains in the country, Walgreens, CVS, and Rite Aid, which is a smaller number three, but still legitimate number three. They went toes up over the weekend. That's uh, kind of earth-shaking, especially up in the Northeast where Rite Aid's pretty common. Yeah, they did. They filed for Chapter uh, 11 bankruptcy protection yesterday um, up in New Jersey. Uh, their shares were down 5% before trading was halted. Um, and, and so they blamed it on slowing sales, mounting debt, and then that uh, that opioid um, uh, epidemic lawsuit that all the drugstore chains kind of got caught up in um, as their deal. So they said they've reached a deal, though, with the creditors on restructuring. Um, they've appointed a new CEO to help get them through this uh, this restructuring. So we'll have to see what happens there. Understood. Yeah, they, they, they were kind of the poster child for uh, the opiate distribution issues, largely because of all of their presence in the big cities. But uh, word is they were dispensing like chiclets. The other two, Walgreens and CVS, are still fighting, as I understand, aren't they? I, I think so. I mean, I, I think that they've gone through litigation, but I think they're probably all on appeal somewhere. Absolutely. It's it's uh, and the one that's number three and running on skinnier margins probably was the one that got hurt first as much as anything. Uh, we had the first of the banking industry reporting on Friday. My read on it was we had relatively good news out of the financials we got on Friday. This day today is going to be relatively slow, but the rest of the floodgates open up tomorrow morning. How did Friday's earnings reports look? You know, Friday's earnings reports were good. The banks, for the most part, um, beat on earnings, beat on revenue. I mean, there was a couple little exceptions like BlackRock. Um, they, uh, you, you know, they beat on earnings but missed on revenue. Um, there was one other one. I can't remember which one it was now that also beat on earnings but missed on revenue. I think it may have been PNC Bank. But okay. um, but other than that, I mean, City, J.P. Morgan, they all uh, did well. And, you know, it, it kind of fits in with one of the tidbit articles I was reading that the uh, the uh, increases and the benefits that the uh, banks are getting, uh, when you mentioned that BlackRock didn't do as well, well, it's the consumer banks, and they're making their money off of high interest rates. Gosh, what a surprise, huh? Well, that's that's true. And on another front, you know, we've got um, some, some issues with Pfizer, Moderna, and BioNTech. Uh, they're all dropping this morning. Um, hmm. You know, Pfizer – gave some guidance uh, over the weekend, slashing their full-year revenue guidance by $9 billion. Um, you know, and again, we talked about this a little bit on Friday, but because of, you know, COVID uh, vaccinations are going down and the testing has become less popular, so people just aren't buying the test any, as much anymore either. So um, that whole industry is, uh, is getting a little bit of a push down. 
testing, I'm a little surprised because the the government just started another shipment of free COVID tests. I think the majority of us that uh, saw the notice said, oh, fine, it's free, I'll take it. So I've got my shipment of three for my household coming in just in case. But uh, as far as the as far as the vaccine's concerned, I've been kind of evangelical about the antivirals because they worked so darn well for me. I haven't said no yet, but with this new wave of vaccines out there, I'm I'm almost thinking, and I would imagine a lot of other folks are saying, wait a minute, the antivirals work so doggone well. If I get into them right away, I can weather this crud this time. Before we had the antivirals, before I was equally evangelical about the vaccines. And that's got to impact badly on Pfizer and the rest. Uh, I think so, and you're right. I mean, from from people I've talked to, that seems to be kind of the the indication is that hey look the with the anti you know virus uh, drugs that that we've got out there that those seem to be helping people rebound relatively quickly and and so they're they're really excited about this no absolutely it just has a complete aside to the thing from seeing other friends that have gotten it and took two or three days before they got the antivirals they still work but you still suffer if you do it as soon as you get that first positive test those dang drugs work like a charm, and I'm first-hand experience on that. I was wondering why I was cooped up in the house on day two. They, <laughs> they do work quickly when you get them in quickly. Uh, let's see here. Oh, tech stocks are going to be joining the party this week. We're going to have a little bit of Tesla reporting. They fell short on their third-quarter delivery estimates, so their stock could be kind of interesting. And Netflix is going to be reporting this week as well, in addition to all the banks. This is going to be kind of one of the uh, marquee weeks of the earnings season, isn't it? It is. And Dave, you mentioned Netflix and I was yeah. reading, I didn't get a chance to read the whole article, but it caught my attention uh, this weekend. Netflix is going to start opening retail stores. Now, I'm not sure exactly what the retail stores are going to do. Maybe they're going to go back in the DVD business. I don't know, but um, I found that quite interesting as to uh, maybe you pop in there and watch a streaming movie. I, I, I'm not sure what the what the thinking is, but I found that quite intriguing. Given the fact that they just dumped their delivery business for CDs, I'm wondering if their pop-ups just trying to unload their CD collection. Uh, that, that could be. That could be. <laughs> hey, we got all this junk. Let's sell it cheap. Let's start a chain of stores. Uh, other things going on at the moment, we've got the Empire State Business Index. It's the only real macro figure we got out today. Pretty much did close to what was expected a little bit better. It was a positive figure last month, plus 1.9. They expected it to be down, depending upon which analyst to do, down to a negative 5 or a negative 6. Uh, the report came out negative 4.6, which is relatively close to expected um the other thing out is only one report to speak of this morning but it's a financial how did charlie schwab do this quarter you know he had a little bit of a mixed results there um their uh their their earnings beat by about three cents a share came in at 77 cents um, they missed by just a little bit on revenue uh, the expectation uh, was 4.6%. So they were a little bit shy of that number. Early this morning, they were trading down some. They've bounced back up a little bit this morning, up about a quarter of a percent um, as we get ready to trade this morning. The tip sheet that I was uh, reading the headlines off of says their deposits fell again, which kind of dovetails in with what Diamond was saying. People are spending their ready cash handy, right? Well, that, that's very well could be the case. The other thing you have to think about for Schwab is they finalized the um, transition from TD Ameritrade into Schwab. 
Um, and on the advisor side, uh, it was um, not as, you know, the service has not been as good as people like I was used to it at TD Ameritrade. Mm. And so I'm, I'm seeing friends of mine. Um, I, I haven't pulled that trigger yet, but I've seen friends of mine that are, have left Schwab or said if things don't get better by January 1st, they're leaving Schwab. And we're talking about some big shops, three, four, $500 million um, advisory firms. Ooh, yeah. It does help to remember that you guys that are in the financial advisory trade need to have a clearinghouse in order to do the stock trades. And uh, I know Schwab and Ameritrade are two of the big ones that you guys use a lot. Exactly. And TD has gone now. So it's all Schwab. Um, it's Schwab, Fidelity, and and uh, they're a new guy coming on the block. We'll see how well they end up doing. But but it is, uh, for the industry, it is uh, uh, quite a, a change. Absolutely. It kind of fits one of my old rules of thumb that when one big firm buys the other, generally for at least a while, the big firm gets indigestion when it eats the second one, right? It, that, that's true. And they are definitely have some indigestion right now. <laughs> Resetting the table, a little bit of a mixed bag on Friday. The uh, blue chips were up. The other indexes were down by a tinge. 45 minutes before we open, what are we looking at this morning? Hey, we've got a lot of green ink. Uh, before I mention that, uh, I do want to remember that the S&P 500 has got a, a, an addition coming on Wednesday. Oh, yeah. Uh, Lulu Lamont is going to join the S&P 500. Um, so uh, that should be interesting on Wednesday. But right now we've got a lot of green ink. Uh, the Dow Jones Industrial 30 is up $213. That's a little over six-tenths of a percent. S&P 500 is up $25. That's almost six-tenths of a percent. The NASDAQ 100 trailing a little bit, uh, up $54 or about a third of a percent. Big winner today is the Russell 2000, up $17. That's a whole 1%. So uh, so good on that front. Looking at the commodity side, Dave, we got silver uh, trading down after a couple, uh, a good week last week, down a half a percent, and uh, and gold's down a half a percent as well. Wish crude oil would follow the same way, but it is not. It's up almost a half a percent this morning to $86.73 a barrel right now. And it was up like 5% on Friday as well, so words are not really good as far as the price of our gas pumps. Uh, overseas markets, Asian rim market, almost universally down this morning. The uh, overall index from the Asian markets is running by, down by about a third, but some of the indexes like Japan is off by like 2% mid at the end of their trading day this morning. Europe, on the other hand, looking at our futures and saying, oh, okay, that's fine. The European index is up by about two-tenths of a percent, and the uh, markets themselves, some of them are up by as much as a half a percent in Europe halfway through their trading day. Got to remind everybody, we got to public service from Statler Financial Services coming up on Saturday. Yes, we do, Dave. It is going to be the Statler Financial Annual Shred Day uh, coming up uh, this Saturday from 10 to 2. Now, it's going to be a little different location. We're going to try to make it a little easier to find this year. Uh, we are going to be on Center Street uh, across the street or somewhere in the parking lot of uh, First Baptist Church. Um, and that way, it's easier to see, bigger area. Uh, we'll have some hot dogs and 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 and, and waters and, and chips down there. Uh, come on down. We're also collecting uh, food for non-perishable food for the Heartland Food Bank. Uh, last year, we uh, we did a good job of getting them stocked up, and we want to continue that trend uh, this year as well. We will plan on being there, and I'll plan on seeing you about 10 o'clock because I'm going to be there live helping cart boxes and uh, tell everybody out on the air on our sister station, OJ99.1. 
All right, man, you have a great, uh, great day. And I will, uh, I'll miss tomorrow. I got a speaking engagement, but I will catch you again on Wednesday. And I'll be here to catch folks up on all the financial reports coming out in the morning. Have a good day. That's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler. You can't. Well, folks, again, I want to thank you for joining us today. Remember that the one thing that you can control within your portfolio is the amount of risk you have. And that's why we developed the core retirement design. Give us a call at 863-382-0037 to schedule your core retirement analysis. And, uh, and we'll catch you again on Wednesday.